Hey peeps, if you wake up every day and head straight to the scroll, then I'm totally not surprised you run out of time to do the things you love. What if I told you that could all change in one week? Check out my new online course, Morning Routine Glory, and learn how to go from hitting the snooze to completing all your to-dos. Go to chrismcpeak.com forward slash morning glory and get signed up today. Now let's check out today's amazing episode of Elevate Your Eight. <sighs> You're listening to the Elevate Your 8 podcast, the easily digestible lifestyle show that empowers you to live your happiest, most productive life so you can achieve time freedom. Productivity is just a matter of simple mathematics and prioritization. Honor your work-life balance by working only eight hours a day. Honor your health and wellness by sleeping eight hours every night. Once you figure that out, the rest is gravy, or Jolly Ranchers if ever you prefer. If you're ready for a healthy helping of life-changing wisdom with a side of quirkiness, you're in the right place. Here's your host, dairy-free, karaoke-crazy, future 200 breaststroke national champion, Chris McPeak. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Elevate Your Eight podcast. I'm your host, Chris McPeak. We have another hot seat coaching session today, and I'm talking to Joey Sirico, who has just graduated from college, university. Uh, Joey, how are you today? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for having me on here. Well, thanks for joining me. I am really enjoying these new segments. They're really a lot of fun for me. Um, and I'm getting to meet a whole bunch of new people and, and sort of find out what's going on in their life of work and whatnot. Um, all right, let's first talk about your schooling. Where, if you want to share where you went to school and what you studied and just a little bit about the college experience. How else were you involved? What activities? That kind of stuff. Yeah, so I went to school at Portland State University um, in Portland, Oregon. It's just okay. one of the uh, metro public universities there. Um, I studied, I got a bachelor's degree in marketing, um, an athletic and outdoor marketing certificate, as well as a minor in economics. Okay. Um, yeah, I didn't really partake in the, the college experience too much. Um, I started doing community college for the first two years of my education, uh, lived at home with my parents. Yeah. The cheap option. Right. And nothing wrong with it though. Um, no, it's a beautiful, that's, I work at a community college for my day job. So I'm a big, 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 big fan. Yeah. Yeah. If you can get the same education for less, why not? You know? Absolutely. Um, yeah, so I started there for my first two years and then transferred over to uh, the public university to kind of finish up my education, again, still live with my folks, but at least I can happily say from doing that, that I have zero debt. That's fantastic. That. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, I think you said outdoor sports marketing? Yeah, athletic and outdoor certificate. Um, so basically, it's just a... Uh, at Portland State, um, you can get a couple different marketing certificates, which are just kind of like an extra little um, accolade, I guess, to kind of like pretty up your degree a little bit more. Um, but yeah, like I I've been interested in the more of the athletic side of marketing, I guess. Uh, so kind of, you know, out my back door, I have Nike. Nike's headquarters is That's in right. uh, Beaverton. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Adidas as well has a huge headquarters here as well. So there's a lot of jobs for uh, athletic marketing. Um, that isn't like the, the, the market that, you know, I 
absolutely have to be in, but that is just one that interests me. So I figured, you know, I'll just get a, a certificate in that kind of amp up my chances of uh, uh, getting into a position. So. Okay. So this is more of the marketing side than the athletic side. So not so much coaching or training, but actually marketing different, different sports, different activities, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Athletic and outdoor marketing. Uh, that's, that's what the certificate's called. So yeah, it is kind of just like, you know, say if you had a job with like REI, right, that would be mm-hmm. kind of more outdoor marketing. Uh, if you had a job with Nike, that would be more athletic marketing. Okay. I, I suppose it could apply to say like, you know, if you worked for like the local sports team, like here, you know, a big one is the Portland Trailblazers. Yep. Um, then that could be athletic marketing as well too. The terms are kind of broad, but it just kind of like makes you a little bit more appealing in a, in a particular sector of marketing. So. so you added this certification sort of to niche down a little bit, right? To sort of find a more specific way to guide your job search? Yeah, um, sort of more in the aspect of um, being more appealing in a certain uh, sector. Not not necessarily limiting myself, but just kind of, I guess, um, having an extra selling point to certain jobs in a certain sector. Now, um, the athletic and outdoor marketing side of marketing is, again, you know, one that I'm interested in, but it's not kind of like my my, my top like must do. Um, for me personally, uh, my ultimate career goal is to work a marketing job somewhere in the tech sector. Okay. Um, and eventually, you know, maybe at someplace big like Samsung, Intel, Apple. Um, really for me, the reason why I like the tech side so much um, is because, well, Tech, the, the, the tech market and just the art of marketing, they have a lot in common. Like, for example, you know, um, marketing is ever changing. It's uh, the way that products are advertised and conveyed to people. It changes like year over year. Like, for example, you know, one thing that I've noticed is um, after COVID-19, you see the overwhelming majority of uh, advertisements take place in people's homes rather That's than true. outside. Yeah. Like, you know in the city or on a beach or something like that, like you'd see now it's just more people with their family. Um, and that's, that's a huge change that marketing's had to make. Um, so yeah. And why I like tech is because it is the fastest changing industry out there. I mean, tech is evolving at a pace far faster than the food industry, than the clothing right. industry. Um, so that's what's kind of, I feel like they're a good complement to each other, you know, so. Yeah, and I would think in, in that capacity that there would be a number of opportunities for you to tap into. Um, so what's it, you said you just graduated three weeks ago. Um, what has been, what has the market felt like right now? Um, are there job openings available? Are you able to find them or are you just not, getting any traction anywhere. Yeah, so that's it's it's an interesting situation. Um job postings are out there in okay. theory. Like if you go on Google or Indeed or whatever, you search marketing jobs for your area, they're there, right? But I think because of a lot of the uncertainty of of COVID-19 that 
a lot of companies are either doing a, they're doing like a hiring freeze where they may either A, not have any positions open whatsoever, or B, may have positions open, but are a little like weary of investing in another employee, filling the yeah. position, aren't really conducting interviews or really wanting to get the ball rolling on it. Um, and one thing that I've kind of noticed is, uh, so last year I was looking for a marketing internship, um, which I'm currently in a marketing internship right now. So I'm still still getting some experience, which is great. Um, but one thing that I noticed with looking for a marketing internship is that I would at least get like automated emails and stuff saying that, you know, oh, we're sorry you didn't get chosen or thank you for, even just one saying thank you for applying. And now, I would be hard pressed just to get an automated email, which is interesting. Okay. Um, so yeah, I think it's a combination of, of less opportunities being out there than normal. Uh, and also those opportunities not getting either filled as quick or, or not getting filled at all. So, yeah. so the internship that you're in now, do you, do you have a mentor there or like who's, who's kind of overseeing your experience? Yeah, so I work for a company called Terrapin Events. Um, they're a, a running event company in Portland. Um, they host and organize their own 5K, 10K, half marathon runs. Oh, yeah, sure. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of their events get up to about um, over 5,000 people. So they're, they're pretty large scale events. Mm -hmm. um, I have, it's a pretty small staff. Um, I have a coordinator that I kind of just bounce ideas off of and um, like, for example, I make a social media posts. I make emails that go out and stuff. I, I do a lot of the marketing work for the company, but I do have someone that I just kind of like bounce things off of just, Hey, does this look good? Um, is there anything that I'm missing that we should add? Um, just those types of things. Um, and yeah, I mean, I have a coordinator and then aside from that, there's the owner of the company and um, then a couple of other people in other departments, but um, yeah, that's pretty much it. I'd say overall the staff is maybe like six people or so. So it's a very small company, but yeah. uh, it's been great working for them because without them, I mean, I was, it, I was having a hard time finding an internship initially, but without this internship, I feel like I would be having a much, much harder time finding a job than I am now. And it's already pretty difficult to find a yeah. marketing job right now. So can't even imagine what would be without internships. So. So I'm wondering if there's anybody at that company that could give you some leads on informational interviews. And what I'm thinking is if you can get connected to folks that are in some of the industries where you want to work and just say, you know, can we meet on Zoom? I would like to ask you questions about your um, your industry. And I, I have seen two examples where informational interviews have actually led right into jobs. So I think to connect with people that are connected to where you're working now, but on the sort of in other places and start meeting people, then you're, you're building your network. Um, and you can almost do the, I, my friend Rochelle was challenged. She was getting ready to switch careers because the position that she was in had ended, the grant had ended and she didn't have any work. So she was working with a headhunter who told her 
to do like take 30 people to coffee in 30 days. And of course this was before COVID, but that was her way of trying to um, increase her network and, and meet more people that could then, you know, open potential doors down the road. So that may be something you want to dig into and start with the people that you're working with right now in your internship. Um, back at Portland State, were there professors that you took classes from who were adjunct or um, had worked in the field before they came to teach? Yeah, uh, there were actually. Um, one of which um, sticks out in my mind quite fondly. Um, and uh, sometime soon, she, she unfortunately um, was dealing with some kind of issues in her family, but sometime soon she should be um, giving me a professional recommendation here awesome. soon. Um, but yes, uh, there were quite a few um, professors that I had experience with that had, you know, 10, 15, 20 plus, plus, plus more years in the field or in a related field, some somewhere just in business um, that, uh, yeah, that I got to learn from and cool. um, some of which, you know, I got pretty close with and yeah, so that, that was helpful as well. Um, and there were kind of going back to what you were saying earlier with uh, networking per se, there yeah. were um, networking opportunities on campus. Now, I probably didn't uh, participate in as many of them as I should. And I think part of that is because with me being a commuting student, mm -hmm. um, the commute was like, it was like an hour and 15 minutes each way. Um, so it was a long way. And um, sometimes I'd be in classes for like six hours a day or something like that. I kind of come to the point where, you know, I just want to go home. I want to get <laughs> so, the hell out of this yeah, campus. <laughs> exactly. I yeah. don't want to be here anymore. I want to go home. Um, there were uh, a few times where I did go to career fairs, um, where I did go to networking um, sessions hosted by, say, like uh, Nike or um, I think there was one by Adidas too, but I, I do remember the Nike one pretty fondly. Um, though the career fairs are nice because you can actually like talk to people directly and stuff one-on-one, -on -one, show them your resume um, and um, kind of form a closer initial relationship with them. Um, mm -hmm. The career or the networking events, and I don't know if I'm alone in this, maybe other students are in the same camp as me, but I didn't find them to be particularly helpful per se, pretty much okay. what it was, where it was just, it was usually just a presentation and they'd say like, you know, why the company's great, how you can improve yourself, what they're looking for. And then they will like uh, give you a piece of paper on like how to apply, or maybe they'll just send you a link. And then they have um, maybe a LinkedIn profile of the uh, presenter. And that's pretty much it. Sometimes if you're lucky, you can stand in like a long line of like 50 students and get the chance to ask a couple questions. Um, but a lot of times it's just kind of like presentation. Here's my LinkedIn, you know, apply to this job. Bye-bye. So, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. I didn't get a whole lot of opportunities to network. And like I said, when I, when I did, I, I didn't find it to be particularly helpful. Um, talk to me a little bit about what Portland state's um, accessibility is right now. So are they an open campus? with in uh, in-person classes or are they doing everything remotely right now yeah so before i would say from spring term which kind of starts i think in april late march on, early april you're on quarters 
Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. We do quarters. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, um, well, actually, it, it's technically a trimester. So we have a fall, winter, and spring term. And then you can do summer. Well, I suppose, yeah, that is quarters then. Yeah. <laughs> um, then you can do summer if you want to, but summer is totally optional. Um, yeah, so from spring term onwards up until when I graduated, which I graduated end of summer term, which that ended um, in the middle of September. Okay. Um, uh, or yeah, like first week of September, they were strictly online. Um, and then they're kind of starting to do this thing where it's like, they have what are called flex courses, which I don't think that's the exact term, but it's somewhere along that lines of like flex course or something where it's like, you can choose to go on campus or you can do it online. So they're like kind of trying to like reopen okay. in the limited capacity. Um, but they, they pretty much, if you want to take any class, there is an online option for it, which is great. So the people that are like, say, vulnerable or, you know, yeah. don't feel comfortable going to campus, they do have that option to continue their education. So, okay. So, so right now is your, would you say, do you have a career planning and placement office or um, an alumni office that would be open where you could actually physically go talk to somebody? Um, physically right now, I don't think so. Um, okay. maybe in like the next month or so, possibly, um, there are career advisors really though on campus. A lot of the opportunities are, I, I think there were some opportunities for like upcoming grads. I don't know if there's any for recent grads, like people who have already graduated. Yeah. A lot of the opportunities were internships and okay. I kind of, and I kind of learned this the hard way because I got my internship during uh, the end of my third year going into my final year of, of school. Okay. And I learned that most of the internships are really for like freshmen and sophomore students, oh, which is really, yeah, which is really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and um, that's, they strictly say that in the job posting, it's, it's kind of interesting, but yeah. So even then a lot of the internships that they have again are more kind of catered towards the first and second year students. So, okay. um, I believe they do have alumni resources. I haven't looked into it too much, um, but yeah, depending on where my job hunting goes, I, I may have to, who knows? Yeah. Well, the reason I bring up alumni is um, that's part of what I do in my day job. And I'm finding that there's some very interesting connections being ha happening between alums. Um, we don't have an alumni association per se, but we have an online community. So if you check your alumni resources and see if there is either a Facebook page, an online community that you can participate in, um, that, that way you can start meeting other alums and doing that same network thing with folks that are that are in your niche um, whether it's the specific sports marketing or the the regular direct marketing with with tech um, and I was thinking too even like the inter informational interview concept since you're that close to to Nike is right in your backyard um, just contacting some people as a as an interested graduate and say, you know, I just graduated from Portland State. I'm looking for a career in, in marketing in this area. And what recommendations would you have for me to um, get started? And some will not write you back at all, but some will take, you know, incredible interest in the fact that you're reaching out and they will respond to you. So it's one of those things, like if you 
if you have a lot of free time right now, it's, it's worth it to do, to invest this sort of time in doing the outreach and the connecting, trying to schedule these informational interviews um, and that kind of stuff, because then you'll start making connections and those connections will open doors for you. So that's what I would recommend right now. Um, and it sounds like you're still in the internship. So that's helpful um, in terms of making those additions. The other thing that I was going to suggest that you do because you are, you um, studied marketing, it sounds like social media is somewhere in your, you know, wheelhouse, is to go to either like Fiverr or Upwork and look for virtual assistant positions. Mm, because yeah. there are all sorts of entrepreneur online people that need help with that kind of stuff. And having that sort of expertise is something where it's really easy to step into a role. And they probably don't pay a lot. But again, um, right now, with the way things are, you want to look for opportunities to make connections and meet new people that will open doors for you. And, and VAs, this, you know, there might be some good paying stuff in there if you're able to land a couple different things. Um, it, does it, like, are you completely strapped for funding right now and like going to work is super important or is it more like I just need to get a sense of where to start? Because I know I've talked to people what's like, if I don't get a job in a week, I'm screwed. I'm, I'm guessing that's not your situation. <laughs> no. Um, so I, I am. So I work uh, two jobs, right? I have this internship. Okay. Um, and I also work somewhere between part and full time um, at, uh, at Best Buy uh, in Geek Squad doing computer repair there. Oh, great. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I do have that. Um, the thing is, is I, I do have to probably at least keep one of them um I, yeah so the the thing is though is i still live with my parents um and because i'm done with school you know i'm gonna have to start paying rent and some bills and stuff right so i do need to keep something like that's consistently paying kind of on the back burner um but i'm fortunate enough to not be in a position where i have to live on my own like i gotta i gotta have something like all the time right here right now so i can I can yeah. pay, you know, you're not like, destitute and you're not homeless. So that's exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's kind of the happy in between. Yeah. Um, but yes. Uh, yeah. So I would prefer to have some kind of paying opportunity, um, especially because I, I mean, I already have experience in this, in this internship per se. Um, I think that with time, hopefully I can, I can shoot for and land a, a, full-time marketing position. Uh, but no, the, the Fiverr and the Upward um, recommendation, those are good as well because those are kind of um, more freelance, I believe. Totally. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You would, um, yeah, you would negotiate with whoever, you know, is looking for work. If they're looking for people to work on weekends or you just get the work done when you can get it done yeah. and, and submit it. Um, so yeah, I think those are some opportunities. I was, yeah, it's, it's good to know that you don't need something right away that you can kind of milk the positions that you're in right now. And I would just, what I would do Joey, is just dedicate an hour or so every single day to putting, um, you know, very specific direct focus into your job search, your career planning and placement for yourself. Um, try to do some networking, try to do some outreach, talk to some people that could open doors and then, you know, pursue some of this uh, freelance stuff. And that will definitely be a step in the right direction to getting you where you, where you need to be. Um, I think those things will be helpful. So um, do you have any additional questions you want to ask me? Um, I, I don't personally know. I think these are, these are some great recommendations that you're giving me. Um, yeah. I, I mean, if, 
if life hits me with a curveball and one of my uh, one of my two jobs goes away for whatever reason stuff I think yeah I think um, you know Fiverr and the freelance route is a good cushion to have especially you know um, because a lot of it's like short-term contracts um, you know it might be good to kind of just especially use it to like fill a void like if there's kind of like just an empty period of time where I don't really have any work um, then yeah I think it would be fantastic for that too or you know a side hustle or or whatever Um, yeah Yeah, no, I think that's a great recommendation. Thank you. Well, and you could do a lot worse than to be able to pad your resume with uh, being able to say, you know, freelance marketing or or whatever title you want to give yourself because that will give you an extra bolster to um, your resume being, you know, a little more appealing as an entry-level person, I think, moving moving forward. But um, yeah, and I, I would check with the staff at Best Buy too, because some of them may be tapped into other networks that would be helpful for you to connect with. So, you know, it's not about name dropping. It's about making connections and asking questions and, and getting to know people a little bit because all of that stuff makes a difference and doesn't make you a brown noser or an ass kisser <laughs> or anything like that. It just means that you're trying to expand your network and, and, and people understand that because we've all had to do it. Um, so yeah, I think you're going to be fine. Um, I think that uh, you're, you're headed in the right direction because you know what you want. Um, and that's, that's super helpful um, to not know what you want and try to figure that all out. That's where it gets tricky. So definitely, um, and it's definitely. good you have parents that are supportive and, and uh, you know, letting you help out along or helping you out along the way. So yeah, that'll be, that'll be super cool. Yeah. Okay. Well, we have been talking today with Joey Sirico out there in Portland, Oregon. Thank you so much for being on Elevate Erie. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks again, Chris, for inviting me. This has been great.